welcome back everybody to our home scene slash i guess character send-off is that the proper way to look yeah, at this i guess <laughs> epilogue maybe yeah um as you could tell we're sitting down with tyler and we're going to be going over agent essex here um yes one of my few surviving characters ever very very true delta green is a very deadly game and uh it happens so yes um I mean, so I, when I we almost, last i almost didn't make it out too you almost didn't yeah it was tough at the end there because like i was trying to figure out how like fanatical the cult would be and uh, i yeah. kind of pictured them as more like they felt they were right so i don't think they would go like fire and brimstone yeah, I mean that's uh, kind of how it came across to me. Like they were, they were all definitely devout, but they weren't yes. like um, tiki torches kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, when we last left Essex, he had finished the mission. He had brought Agnes's body to the middle of Idaho, dropped yep. it off at a place, and then went on his merry way with uh, some. Some choice reading. We'll just, yeah. We'll oh, man. I really should have looked up the exact names. But yes, the two tomes. Yes. I found in um, Sharon's apartment. Yes. They managed to sneak away. Kind of sneak away. I think Carmine knew I took that one from him. but I think so. But um, yeah. who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll re-investigate you know, later on. Um, yeah. But nonetheless. You never know. Exactly. Uh, what do you think Essex home scene would be as we kind of, uh, we catch up? It doesn't have to be like, it could be a month in the future, like a couple weeks. We, there's an indeterminate um, amount of time from when yeah, we like a, closed out on him to this. Just some amount of time later. Well, it's definitely yeah. study the unnatural. Okay. Um, I mean, I mean this. Other sense. Yeah, from the things he's interested in, like the 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 whole hook that lured him in was just his desire to know the unnatural. And so, mm-hmm. like, finding those two tomes, uh, as soon as those are there, it was like, that was my thought. If he survives, that's what he's doing. Okay. Uh, so your agent spins a vignette studying the forbidden tome, uh, a decrypting flash drive full of shocking data and case reports and blah, blah, blah. Uh, this raises your agent's unnatural skill. Yeah. Uh, the handler describes the results of the study, and you must choose one bond, which loses one d4 points as your agent spends more and more time on awful things. So, who do you think you're going to lose that bond with? Um, I think, man, I have Essex has such high bonds. Um, you know what? I'm going to roll the die because I think. It's he's either going to lose his bond with his uh, publishing partner because okay. he's like hiding something from him, or he's going to lose the bond with his on again, off again girlfriend for the same reason. Like he he's hiding something very important that would like you know be a deep part of his life from his partner, or be something his his publishing partner is interested in. So let's go evens odds for writing partner and girlfriend. Okay. All right, even or sorry. Oh, it's Jesus. I can't talk today. It was 50. It was, I rolled the D100 and I thought for a second I rolled 58, but I rolled 85. So odds. Um, okay. So that's going to lose score from his publishing partner. Okay. Um, and so we, I think we see this scene unfolding with Essex 
laid up. So what's his apartment like? Does he have a nice place? Is it uh, no? Okay? I mean, it's, uh, I wouldn't call it like nice, but it's not like dirty. It's not like a, not like a rundown little one bedroom apartment. But it's okay. definitely a it's definitely a place where he does a lot of like work, diving into uh, weird publications, weird like transcripts, weird tomes as he can find them. So, but like also hand transcribing stuff, leaving notes everywhere. So he's got a little desk in the corner that is dirty, but otherwise it's just sort of a normal little apartment. Is it like a one, one be- bedroom, a two one bedroom? bedroom? Okay. It's, it's one bedroom in like the main living room. He's got a, a desk in the corner. That's most of his work. And he didn't have any animals, right? Just no, no alone? animals. No pets. Or does, I guess, does he live with his girlfriend or does he? No, because she's sort of an on again, off again sort of thing. Not super that makes serious. Sense, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I think we focus in on Essex as he's reading through this these tomes, getting deeper and deeper, losing sleep. Uh, I think we see him like rubbing his eyes and like yeah. looking and like, like, like maybe the, seeing uh, things and like shaking of, his head and it's gone. I'm thinking a lot of like weeks of trying to translate. Was it the uh, the Elt Down Shards was one of them? The mm-hmm. Liber Dom- Dominatus? Yes. So, uh, yeah, I think we just see him digging into these tomes and going and going and like finding little nib, you know, nuggets here and pulling out other books to cross-reference like words and Latin and stuff like that, trying to understand it all. I think at um, some points he even would be like attempting small rituals, but to, oh, no, wow. su- to no success, I would think. Okay. Right. Like it, it would just sort of like, it's not working. So he just digs further into it. I love it. I love that so much. Uh, and I, I think we see kind of like missed calls, messages from his writing partner. We wanted to meet up, uh, talk about, you know, publishing, like you know, getting back on track with whatever book you guys are trying to get published. Um, whatever. What is, what's his score? I guess what is his bond score now with his partner? Uh, his bond score is actually pretty high. It's 15. Oh, yeah. So maybe you've done this in the past. Maybe this is something that happens to you from time to time where you just kind of go yeah, off on these, these tangents. get obsessed, and, for sure. Yeah, get lost in it all. Um, and maybe there's just a slight annoyance in the voicemails you get. Not necessarily like yelling at you or like super pissed off or anything like that, but definitely just like... Uh, so what What was Essex's actual name? Oh, his actual name is Nathaniel Waters. Right. So I think he'd just be like, "Hey, Nate, this is uh, you know, this is oh, his name. Uh, sorry, I, his name is Armand Toby. Yeah, yeah, you know, like this is Toby. Just wanted to check in, see about meeting up, getting some lunch, maybe some coffee, so we could talk about what we're gonna do uh, moving forward with the book. I really appreciate you letting me back. I, I yeah, guess maybe I, you're on one of your little benders you do, but uh, we we really did get pushed on this, buddy. Thanks. Got you know, those kind of voice messages. I think Essex would catch that when he like you have." Three missed messages, like he looks at yeah. his phone, and that call is like three days ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just been on this fucking like bender of knowledge. Well, so yeah. uh, does I, he do drugs or anything like that? Like, does he drink or is he just um, like stone sober when he's doing this all? No, no, he definitely is not s- totally sober. Um, oh god, I wrote it down at one point because he does have a sleep disorder. Yeah. So- um, and I believe I had him smoking, if I okay. remember correctly. I think so. Does I did, do you I think he like stops taking sheet. his like pills for sleep disorder? Um, so like he maybe starts like fading there. 
You know, I could see that. It was going to be a thing. I wanted him to have, like, sleeping pills. Um, yeah. But I think I think he would maybe either... I was about to say overdose on them. Not overdose like he'd hurt himself, but, like, every now and then when his body needs to shut down, he just has to. Yeah, like, he goes, like, two days without sleeping, and then he just pops a couple so he could just pass out. Yep. Yeah. Just looks That's like not- a wreck after a while. <laughs> right. Ugh. Poor guy. Hey, man, you get obsessed, you get obsessed. Yeah. Hey, he's been obsessed nearly his whole life since he exactly. got his little limp. <laughs> so, uh, I think we kind of fade out of that scene. We can actually do one here that's you know, semi-positive. Mm-hmm. You know, unlike the in- last one with Strauss. Uh, and oh, I guess yeah. I want to transition over to more talking in general about your characters across this this little arc oh, that we yes. did. Um, so what did you like about like who did you prefer to play at the end of the day? Did you like Essex more or Strauss? Given that let's say Strauss survived, which one um, did you like playing more? That's a tough question. I think I think I liked being able to play Essex's skills more because it lent itself a lot more towards what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I mean, it, it was way better having a high human. Like I can kind of know when somebody is definitely lying to me and way better having a lot, lot higher charisma. So I could try to talk my way out of something better to have uh, like soft skills, I guess. Gotcha. So that was, that made it a little bit easier to kind of pursue things in a, like a sneaky pretending to be a, an agent sort of way. But, Strauss was just a lot more fun when it came down to like the end of the mission. Everything always goes sideways. Cause then you could always yeah. count on like, I've got a high firearms. I got something I can clean up what needs to get cleaned up. Yeah. I kind of imagine what would have happened there if Strauss was at the end there when they started pulling everything out and uh, oh, I mean, stuff like, going down like, with uh, Agnes. Oh, yeah. Like if, if that had, if he had been there, it, he wouldn't have gone outside. He just would have started blasting from inside and it would have yeah. turned into a bloodbath. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I was thinking about that, like how differently this would all play it out if let's say Duffy and Strauss and everybody was still there, like how what what would have changed? How yeah. how would the mission have adapted to it all? But um nonetheless I, I, I liked Essex a lot. I thought he was a very interesting character. I like that you had him almost at odds with everybody else, especially with the knowledge, like Agnes was yep. very much had seen it and didn't want any more. Uh, Carmine ha- didn't have any idea what was going on. And I think Drano yeah. just, Drano was just there to complete the mission is what it felt like. Drano was just like, yep, this is my, this is what I got to do so I can go home kind of thing. Yep. And um, well, that's exactly why I made him the way it was. Like I tried to go complete 180 and be somebody who like wanted to know, knew there was danger in it. So that's why I made him, gave his backstory. Like he got, injured with some sort of odd ritual and that's where he gets his limp that's why mm. he he has the i don't remember the name of the background but a background that started with unnatural um so he he like knows it's real and knows it's dangerous but he's also obsessed with it and so right. i thought like you know there's a possibility that he's going to be the one who the, the the bad side of delta green that tries to keep things and use them rather than destroy them mm-hmm and I think kind of playing off that was a little over the parallel of what I kind of tried to do with uh, the main cult leader of him like oh, being yep. a former Delta Green guy and kind of being tainted with it and wanting to like basically use his knowledge of that all for his benefits. 
you know, I was thinking about this and I, you know, I don't, I definitely like the way things shook out. Essex would never have like joined him with the way things happened. Oh, I didn't, I didn't think so, but. But I was also thinking like, if he, if Essex had been the one I started with and had survived, like maybe he could have. Mm-hmm. But just because having a more exposure to it and like more Less sanity, mystery, <laughs> yeah, Sam more sanity loss, more like the more he would have seen and want to figure out, like maybe he could have been swayed. But the way he was brought in is like I could totally see like why why this Branham would be like okay, if there's anybody, it's this guy. But just the way yeah. it shook out, it no never. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you hear someone talking that crazy. Like, I mean, if you do want to hear some of it, you're still, there's part of you knows. Yeah, like, I definitely want to know. The danger in it all. Like, I definitely want to know what you think is going to happen, but I also (laughs) don't want to let it happen. Right, exactly. Um, Were you happy with the way everything played out with Essex? Was there anything you would have done differently over the mission? Um, Um, Kind of at the end of the day? I don't think there's anything I would have done different. I, I did think about this when Agnes died, like, maybe I should have started shooting, but I was still kind of thinking, like, that's what Strauss would have done, not mm-hmm. what Essex would have done. He's not the the kind of character who would just immediately confront things with violence. And What was his it, firearm, like, 30? Well, it it was, oh, his firearm skill is a basic 20. Okay, I, I, I that's what I thought it was. Yeah, I didn't, like, I purposely kept it away, like, he's not uh, like I said, exact opposite of Strauss. It's not his direction that he goes unless he absolutely has to. I, I thought you did a good job of playing that too. Like at no point did it ever feel like this was a reduc- redux of Strauss, just with like a different paint job essentially. Like they felt yeah. totally, totally different. And I loved how uh, I think one of my favorite things is you guys constantly being very careful around Carmine. To not either blow your cover or like keep him in the dark so that he didn't like so he didn't become like you guys. Yeah, and I, I actually really enjoyed that. I was kind of worried when we started, like, okay, what are we gonna do? Because I knew that Jake was playing somebody who wasn't in Delta Green, but didn't really know what it was until we met him. But mm. I think that worked out really well. I, I loved it. I thought it was a a cool way to go. Like, I'm I'm happy that you guys were okay with it, and I love that Jake wanted to go that route too of just kind of. Let's just make it feel organic and natural and see how it all plays out. Like, it, I don't yep. want to force it. When it, when they meet up, they meet up. If it's half the show that they don't meet up, it's just going to make it that much better when they finally do run into each other. Yep. And yeah, that was... Jake was so good. So good this session. Or this Dude, season. he was. Carmine is such an amazing character. Like, I was... It's I'm just bummed to see him go. And it makes right. me want to run more Delta Green so that Carmine can come back. So... Yeah, fantastic. But, but even with Essex, I really liked a lot of it with Essex, and I love the background that you built with him. I love kind of the the mythos around him of, and I was wondering if I if there I was trying to think of like what would Marshall offer you to try to get you on his side, like at the end, if there was a way. Like I was trying to figure out if what kind of knowledge he could sprinkle with you, if there was. But um, you know, I, I think there. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything specific, but I really think it would. It's like a timeline thing. Like if there, there like hadn't been a countdown. If they'd been there longer, like he could have been drawn in. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, especially because uh, this was something I was playing around with. Is that 
we were trying to figure out, or at least I was trying to figure out kind of in the background, why Sharon was killed. Um, like what, what's the exact deal there? Mm-hmm. And, and all we really knew, especially by the end, it seemed like Sharon and Marissa were like drawn into another cult. Like they were not in charge at all. They were no. just, they just joined up. But the idea that, uh, they, one of them was forced to kill the other could have been like twisted into like, Hey, we're not with them. They're with us. We don't do this kind of, like, we're not these witches. We're something else. Because I kind of figured it was like a, a witch's thing that ended up being um, the the rituals that hurt Essex in his past. Oh, gotcha. So, so like, it, it wasn't like, in my mind, it wasn't like a cult of Nyarlathotep. It was like New England witches. And so oh, I, interesting. Okay. So I figured, like, you know, maybe if there was a longer time frame, he could have been drawn in. Realize, oh, it's, this isn't the people that hurt me. This is something else. I now I'm interested. Oh, like what's this Dreamlands thing? But when it came down to like the timing that you got two days, and then the world is going to change. That was it's just too extreme. Yeah. No. And I wanted to make sure I put a clock on there. Like I really wanted to push you guys towards having yeah, that, that that definitive time period of like and, and you know, like I was wondering what was going to happen you know, if you hadn't seen. Her coming in the bush, like in the bushes there. Like I gave you a couple chances where I see her like trying to exit and get your attention, and then when she escaped, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna give him one more shot to see a luck roll to see if he he sees her, and if not, then it would have been a whole different ball game." Yeah, that was a neat little twist. I love that. We we're just trying to, you know, I don't think we're spinning our heels at that point, or spinning our wheels, whatever, whatever the phrase there is. But I don't think we were dragging. But then that kind of kicked everything into high gear. Yeah, a lot of it was me just trying to figure out the good timing for that to happen. Like, I, I had the timeline of her getting captured and their plans for it. But then I, I honestly, I just did a luck roll to see if she escaped. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, that, it was. that's the best way to do it sometimes. I did a luck roll and she escaped. I'm like, all right, cool. So now I got to figure out how, where is she going to go? Who's like, you know, if Jake had made himself a, LA, like, Ocean Shores police officer, it's easier to tie into the narrative there if she goes to the police station. Oh, and yeah. will get called. But she's not going to make it to Aberdeen or, you know, like, that's no, not going to definitely not. So, um, but no, I, I really liked how this season played out. It felt different than the other two. Um, I think it felt a little more, um, I wanted to make it weirder and I wanted to make it, it definitely was weirder. different. Like, I, I felt like the music of the darkened room was like a classic haunting, I feel like the second one had the paranoia and the tension kind of built into it, and yeah, because that uh, one was a lot more one, personal. Like it, it was, was, yeah. And so with this one, I really just wanted to like, I wanted to challenge myself to like get away from my DMing style of like everything has to make sense and be like, no, man, we're dealing with the unnatural. Like it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah, some yeah, like, like some just things just let it be. Some <laughs> things are just kind of creepy window dressing. Exactly. I, yeah. But it like at the same time we don't know what it is, so maybe we're gonna latch onto it, maybe we're not. Yeah, and the, you know, that's the thing of having the I'm really enjoying this kind of style of having the moving pieces in the background and having their own agendas and seeing where they line up with you guys when you encounter them. Um it's been a really interesting way of DMing and I I've liked it a lot more than I have done stuff in the past wise, so Well, I really enjoyed this mission, so worked out for me. That's good to hear. Um so I guess circling back to the character stuff, um, mm-hmm. 
you know, we I asked you about what the difference was, who you like playing more. I asked you kind of, uh, you know, your overall thoughts on Essex when it came to the, the last mission here. Um, mm-hmm. If we had another mission afterwards, do you think you would continue Essex or would you bring another person in? Um, do you well, think so Essex is satisfied with what he found and like he has enough there to tide himself over? Or do I you think-, think it's something he would go after more? I think he would. So this is kind of also something I thought about. There would would be a discussion before he gets brought in. So the whole what happened in our mission was essentially that we were given a a fake mission and we didn't we didn't know it. The only reason that was even found out is because Agnes and Wes still had a relationship Mm -hmm. like we very easily could have gone the whole time without knowing that. But it did come out in the end. It would more be a question of would Delta Green trust Essex after what happened and what he ended up doing? And I mean, if they would trust him, he would absolutely be there again. But he would definitely continue a little further down the path of, uh, yeah, you know, I'm here to help you guys out while also (laughs) grabbing as much for myself as I can. Yeah. And I love that because that leads to like you fail one of those rolls to get caught and that leads to them coming to wipe you out or something like that. There's a whole other chain of events that happened there. Yeah. Like it, it, it'll, he would definitely tow that fine line. No, oh, I love it. But he'd uh, be down hundred percent. That's good. Yeah. I was wondering, I, you know, as, as we progress and Misha takes over, I, uh, you know, I'm going to run a sci-fi game for uh, a period of time. And then I would like to circle back to Delta green. I'm really just trying to, uh, get some thought process like i had um i have an idea for a scenario and i'm trying to flush it out more because i don't think it's that like it's just the bare bones right like yeah there's an incident and then building off of it so i think that could be interesting but i don't yeah so i'm just kind of kicking around some things now but yeah i i'm very happy with uh the way that the mission turned out, I'm I'm thankful that you were there playing alongside of it, and uh, I I do want you to know I, I love playing this game with you. And oh yeah, um, I love I every love character you games. make and you bring is so well fleshed out, so well done. Um, you know, I really feel like you put your heart and your heart into them, and you try to make them different. And I appreciate that where it's not just uh, yeah, cutter just, one, two, and three. I appreciate that. I I try to just like pick a like what I did with Strauss is like okay, here's some uh, X special forces guy who doesn't necessarily believe in the supernatural, but believes in the mission. And like, okay, I just went from there. And with Essex, I just kind of came at like, this is like, not Fox Mulder is the wrong word, but I talked about like, Egon kind of being the inspiration. Be like, mm. that kind of view, somebody who fully believes and, it, yeah, I just try to pick a quick idea, a core idea, just kind of build off of that. So I don't know what I would do for a new character yet, but Hopefully, I don't need to come up with a new one for a while. Exactly. Well, I, I like that, like talking this, you know, like the way you approach character creation. Because with Misha's game, I got to make my second Delta Green operative ever. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, it was very much, I think I actually made him first before I made my other one, but I get to play him second. Uh, but it's very much that, like, I, I was trying to think of, like, what is his motivation? Like, what, how is he looking at this all? Um, and like, especially rolling his stats, I'm like, okay, like now that I have a, a baseline of what this guy is, what's he going to become, and how do I want to play him? And um, yeah, I, I'm just very interested to 
it's cool to talk to. I finally get to talk to people about making characters. And <laughs> character about playing. <laughs> well, I don't want to spoil anybody, but I do like your character with what we've done so far in Misha's uh, game. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm still trying to. I, I still try to find his groove. I, I like. I think he's good, and I, I like. Well, I, I think he's interesting to play. Um, I don't think he's a good person. I, I, I'm trying to get that across <laughs> that he's not at all. I a think good, it's, he's a very damaged human being. It's um, definitely come across. I'll give you that. <laughs> good, perfect. That's that's what I'm hoping to do. Is I don't I don't want him to be a likable person. Like he is a, not a good person, and I don't want this to be a. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's interesting playing that kind of character. Like he's very much a, an opposite of who I am. Where I'm a <laughs> you know, just fairly just do the opposite of anything you would do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so I have to think about the situation like, oh, I'd help somebody out here. It's like, no, nah, uh, this guy wouldn't help anybody. Fuck him. Like, he doesn't give a shit about them. You know, that might so. be a really fun way to do a character. Just put the stats in to make a decently competent character and then just decision making do the opposite of everything I would do, no matter what that yeah. is. And that, yeah, that's I mean, especially with it, like I've got like a five charisma. So like, I'm just like, all right, this guy is like just. Oh, that's like, definitely coming across. He's a dick. He's cold. Like, yeah, all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Nonetheless, I, I'm really, yeah, we're excited for you guys to hear what Misha started. It's been incredible so far. I will say that she is, uh, I would not know this is her first time DMing if it wasn't for her jitters, but she is knocking it out the park. I, oh, yeah. I'm she's doing real good so far. So definitely much better handle on it than when I first started. So, um, that's cool to see. Yeah. She's really but, getting into it. I'm stoked. I'm excited for people to hear it. Me too. Um, you have any last things you want to mention here as we, we close out here? Uh, you have any questions for me or anything? No. I mean, we pretty much answered answered the only questions I was going to have is like how how far or how serious was Brandon with trying to get him to come along? But, yeah, I uh, think he, yeah, he just kind of picked. He had his choices, and I think he, he picked you because he thought that you would be valuable to to them. Like with your knowledge, he thought you would be, I guess, corruptible would be the the best way to think about it. Gotcha. Like he might be able to convince you, like, hey, like you want to know what the fuck's going on here? I, I got your hookup. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's really about the only thing that could have convinced him. But, yeah, that's all. Oh, well. But yeah, no, I yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad 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 I got another character that survived. Um, yeah. I, we did the I did a tally the other day, and you have killed. In various games, uh, five characters of mine. I had from this Delta Green. From Delta Green, yeah. this is the only one that survived. So yeah, far. we for those listening, we finished our home game on Saturday uh, at the, when we're recording this on a Sunday, and uh, yeah, Tyler's character. His, I think I killed a character in every single story of that yeah. game. Yeah, the I have died in every single one. I died in. <laughs> The, Extremophilia. The first one. Um, and then we had the, the JFK assassination. Yep, I died there. And actually, and then, the way I died in that one is the same way I died in this this last one. Like, it's very true. Attacked yeah. by a ghoul. So, well, all three of them, you died by a ghoul. I, you know what? I guess that's true. We did. I did <laughs> die by a ghoul. In the second one, there was a city of ghouls. We just didn't get to see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's... those are no joke, man. They're they're gnarly shit. So, yeah. But, so, uh, but yeah. So that yeah. was four characters there, and then Strauss. Well, uh, maybe Misha will kill more of your characters. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, who knows? We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, she seems I'm, to I, have a plan. To doesn't matter if we die. So it maybe I'll push I am the envelope. Fully, fully ready for my character to die, and I embrace it. 
Good. So yeah, join us. Oh, yeah, I got. I can't. I can't be. I can't kill characters and then not be okay with my character dying. That just doesn't seem right to me. Like, I I want it to be a good cinematic death if it happens. Uh, mm-hmm. And I feel yeah, but you know, it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Like whatever. As long as you recognize it. <clears throat> yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it's it's just a game. He's not real. <laughs> so, <laughs> not a real person. Be- so you can kill him with impunity. Exactly. Just like in your game where I killed the waitress or the. The one lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the receptionist at the office. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, I'm. I'm still telling you, she was not evil. But hey, that's nah, man, fine. she was in on it. I. F- yeah, I feel it. I respect. She's it. working with the bones doctor. You can't tell me she <laughs> didn't know that the bones doctor was doing bonesy stuff. Yeah, I suppose not. Exactly. So she's working for Bonesy Jonesy or whatever his name was. Yeah, I. Oh God, I don't remember. Uh, Doctor Calcium. <laughs> Doctor Calcium. That's right. <laughs> Oh, that was a fun game. <laughs> that was a good game. That was a lot of fun. So, uh, well, I appreciate you sitting down with me, Tyler. Uh, and uh, I'll see you next time we record, probably. Yeah, so, probably. Take it easy. Keep it sleazy. <laughs> yep. Talk to you later. <laughs>